if you are looking at changing money and holding it in a multi-currency wallet, don't do it over the weekend. My name is Deborah. I'm a writer who loves all things money. I'm Hui Yu, and I'm a financial advisor who wants to help you fall in love with money. And you're listening to Good Girls Talk About Money, the monthly podcast where we talk about how you can build a clearer picture of your financial well-being and be more confident about money in general. Oh. What a day, what a day. Hi, Hui. <laughs> oh, dear Debs, you don't sound too well. Oh, God, I tell you, I've been nursing this cough since last Thursday. And you know, it's one of those dry cough that is very violent as well. So every time I cough, my entire head and body just, yeah, it's 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 just so violent that I'm, I'm aching all over and my head hurts. And yesterday, um went to the doctor again at, I think, midnight. So one of those 24-hour clinic to just like ask if there's anything else I can take for this cough. I've been through four different types of cough medicine. And he was like, looking at the current one that you're on, it's already the strongest medicine that you are, you, re- you know, we can already give you. And and on top of that, yesterday, I have con- I co- somehow contracted conjunctivitis. That's sore eye. So yes. nursing this... Flu, nursing this cough, and then now I have sore eyes. It's, it's I don't know whether anyone buying Toto is even this lucky. So if there's a Toto draw happening, maybe I should consider buying it this time around. <laughs> yeah, for our listeners who can't see Debs, her eyes are very swollen. That's the first thing I noticed today when I when I saw her. Oh dear. Yes. So please bear with uh my not so clear voice today. It's a little bit congested sounding, but you know. Life goes on. So anyway, today, this topic, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about multi-currency wallets. Yeah, and I think that's a very timely topic because you are traveling soon. So, you know, I just want to talk a little bit about your, you know, your respective travel style. Like, what kind of traveler do you think you are? I am a very uh, lazy traveler. I would say I'm, I'm very poor at planning ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. I I have some friends who plan right down to the minute. Like they have they have elaborate Excel spreadsheets and they plan at like nine forty two to be at the platform because the train will come at nine forty three. It's down to the very last minute and it's very, very precise. So they cannot afford to be late or take a wrong bus or, or take a wrong turn because they will miss that oncoming train. But I'm not like that. I'm 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 pretty relaxed. I, I I think I like to explore a bit, get lost mm-hmm. a bit in a new country. So yeah, that's me. What about you? I mean, wait, but I'm very curious. Have you traveled with those friends before? The ones who plan everything right down to the last second? I have. And it's quite... I mean, I just follow their schedule because I'm I'm lazy, right? Okay, so they, I just let them pick me wherever they want to go. So okay, okay. Wow, I can imagine myself feeling really stressed out traveling with people like that, though. I mean... <laughs> Okay, it's, it makes it really convenient because they, okay. they then do all the planning and I'm usually yeah. quite easy. Um, and I'm quite okay with time. As in, I'm not the sort who will wake up late, who will forget to wake up. Who might, uh, yeah, so if they tell me that you need to be down at the lobby by 8.43. 
Yes, I will be there by eight forty three. Wow, uh, amazing. Well, um, I'm a little bit like you. I'm a very lazy traveler in that. Um, well, so lazy in fact that if I'm traveling alone, which is why I don't solo travel. Um, if I have no one to meet, if I'm not off for a meeting or something like that, you know, and I'm overseas, I would just stay in my hotel room and order room service and watch TV all day long in my what bed. You, you wouldn't go out. No, I would. You wouldn't explore. No, I'm not motivated to explore at all if I'm doing it by myself. What? Yeah. So you know, a long time ago, I was just recovering from a breakup. So I decided to fly all the way to Canada to visit my best friend. And during the my two weeks there, I think if I wasn't spending time with her, or you know, we, she wasn't if she wasn't taking me if she wasn't if she wasn't taking me around like you know to the vineyards or to just like you know do some shopping, I honestly would have been quite happy to spend my two weeks nestled up in my hotel room, you know, with food and just watching MTV and food channels nonstop. That's me. Uh, but you can do that in Singapore. <laughs> I know, but I guess it's just a different feeling like of just getting out of the country, right? But yeah, which is why I don't travel much on my own because I know it's a pure waste of money, right? <laughs> like when I travel, sometimes I think some most of the time, um, I travel either with my husband or my sister. My sister is is I would say she's a planner, but she's got goals to you know targets to hit. So she'll say that okay, today is pretty free and easy, but I just want to eat at this cafe. Or today's okay. pretty free and easy, but we just need to visit this bookshop. That kind of thing. So she's she's quite simple. She just wants to go to cafes and she wants to go to bookshops. Whereas for me, it's like, okay, I don't care where we are going as long as there's like good food around in the vicinity that I can check out. And all the better if it's like weird food that we can't get in Singapore. That that would make me even happier. So that's that's okay. my travel stuff. Yeah. I see. So there's good old Delphine to make sure that you explore the country. Talking about planning, right? Like I think a lot of people also plan for how they will spend their money. You know, when they are overseas and when they're traveling. So, how do you usually like plan your overseas budget, like your travel budget? I'm honestly quite terrible when it comes to traveling or budgeting or planning. <laughs> I just okay. That's why the credit card works very well for me. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I I am the sort of traveler. If I see something I like, I will just buy. Or if I want to try a new restaurant, I will just go. Mm-hmm. I don't really hold myself back. Okay, so that's why when when all these multi currency wallets or credit cards came, it was such a relief to me because otherwise I was charging a lot on my credit card, and with the very terrible exchange rates and fees, I always get a shock at the yeah. end of the month when I get my bill. Yeah, I'm just yes. wondering, oh. do you have the same experience? Yeah, I mean, I totally agree with you on the credit card part, right? And it's not so bad. I feel like it's not so bad when you're traveling to a destination where the Singapore currency is kind of stronger than the destination's currency. You know, so you don't feel the pinch quite as much. But say, for instance, when you're traveling to, say, Japan, you know, where the currency is kind of like, and confusing as well, because it's difficult to sort of convert in your head. Yeah, right? And so, I especially feel the pinch after um, each trip to Japan. Because then I'll get my, my credit card and I'll be like, oh my god, I did not know that meal actually cost 
this much because it certainly didn't feel like that way when I was there, right? So the credit card surprise at the end of each trip, definitely something I really don't enjoy. And I'm like, you know, because I'm so lazy when it comes to um, exchanging money as well. Used to be before before I started using a multi-currency card, I would just change my money at the airport. And we know that is the you worst sort place. Of traveler, oh god, how can you? It's a ripoff. I know, because I just can't be bothered to go queue up at a money changer at say Clifford Pier or something. I you know can't where? Believe it. I'm just finding this out about you. Okay, there are only two people I know. Okay, on the second one, there are only two people I know who will allow <laughs> this type of ripoff to happen. You and Evelyn, if you remember who Evelyn is. Oh yes, I know Evelyn. <laughs> Oh dear, you guys. And you know, the funny thing is both Evelyn and I, we work in finance. Exactly, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, um, talking about changing money and stuff like that, right? I'm sure all of you, all of us have our own little quirks and habits. But, you know, coming back to multi-currency uh, wallets and cards. So, Hui, have you personally tried any multi-currency wallets and cards? I use Utrip. Uh, okay. It was it was recommended me to me by a client, uh, I because I told her that I was traveling, and she told me about this card U trip that she uses, and she said how convenient it was blah blah blah. I did quite understand what she meant, so I went to look it up and and I tried it and it was so convenient. Like how? I like mean, what was the revelation? Like what was that revelation like point where you go like oh my god, why did I not use U trip like earlier or something? Firstly, I don't have to lock my ass down to, let's say, Raffles Place to disappear where, right? To yep. physically queue up. You know, these very good rate money changers, they always have this long queue. I don't know why. <laughs> queue up for, first of all, I, I, I cut the queue. Mm. I don't have to physically go there. And I can transfer money in a matter of seconds. And then let's say the, the rate for that day is, is something that I like. It's pretty low. I can change it, put it in my in my wallet, and it stays there. So I don't have to worry that okay, if I schedule to go down to Clifford Pier on Friday, but Friday's rates are poor. Mm. Nothing like that. So everything's done at my convenience at my own time without even having to leave my house. Yeah. yeah what about you? Any preferred card of your choice? Well, um, not you trip. Um, I think I discovered. Um, Revolut. I mean, some of you, many of you may know that I briefly worked at Revolut for a year and a half, but I've since left Revolut, so this is definitely not sucking up to an employer kind of thing. But I was a Revolut customer before I joined Revolut. So I signed up to Revolut when they first um, set up shop here in Singapore in 2019, uh, got the card. And what I liked about it, like what you liked about Utrip, is that I could sort of allocate my travel budget. So say, for instance, on my this trip to Japan, if I only want to spend $2,000, what I'll do is I'll exchange $2,000 into Japanese yen and hold it in my Revolut app, my Revolut multi-currency wallet, so to say. And then the moment I get to Japan, you know, Japan, they are known for their convenience store, like shops like, um, what is it? Lawson's and 7-Eleven. And all these convenience uh, stores, they have ATMs, right? So what I'll do is I'll just use my Revolut ATM card, debit card, and then I'll withdraw from my Japanese yen wallet if I need cash. 
But if, you know, J- Japan being such an advanced country, right, like, so wireless and everything, you can actually use that Revolut debit card and make, um, you know, contactless payments with the card as well. So you don't even need to dig out, dig around your wallet for coins or dollar notes. You can just use the card to pay, like how we do it with PayWave, like here in Singapore. So that was how I first um, discovered Revolut. Yeah, so that's that's my my personal preference to use Revolut. And I think I like Revolut as well because um, they have pretty good rates. And if you're on the Metal membership like I am, you get like unlimited FX, you know, exchange, like foreign currency exchange. So you can change as much as you want and you never have to pay any additional fees um, to whenever you want to exchange slightly more money. Say, for instance, if you're going to spend a month backpacking, a year backpacking in Europe or something like that, right? So... That's one of the things I like about Revolut. Mm. I see. So you, you brought up a, a very useful coin, which is all these coins, right? All these loose change. Yeah. And that is my... I mean, okay, when I come back home, I'm on a plane and I have all these loose change from, from other countries. And I know either I won't find them again because I'll chuck them somewhere or the denomination is so small that I probably won't use them again. Mm-hmm. So now with the card, if I can just cut everything... I don't even have to bother about all these loose change. Yeah. But then one of the things that I find that although it's very convenient to use a multi-currency card when you travel, and if let's say the city that you go to, a lot of them accept like, you know, contactless payments methods and stuff like that, right? What is awkward is if they still practice tipping. But can't you just tip the amount using your card? Okay, so say for example, if you go for a massage, at like you know like in let's say you are traveling to thailand and you go for a massage and stuff like that right yes you can pay for your treatment and everything with your card you know but like usually what happens is you tip the therapist personally right 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 oh you're right okay, okay. so in such instances that is when i kind of like oh yeah i still need a little bit of like cash on hand just to you know uh be able to tip people for providing good services and stuff like that You mentioned that your preference is U-Trip, right? So besides letting you exchange money at a very good rate and holding it in a wallet, so to say, um, is there any other like special feature that U-Trip actually have that you know you enjoy using as a customer? So interestingly, okay, a few months ago when when I booked my air tickets to Far mm-hmm. Island, Copenhagen, and Germany, my girlfriend's colleagues told her about Revolut. And they suggested using Revolut instead of U-Trip. Okay. So then I, I went to read up a bit because I already have a U-Trip uh, card. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just so much easier for me to continue using U-Trip. But anyway, after comparing, I found that it's pretty similar. Correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. But the, the similarities are, are so strong that it doesn't quite warrant me getting a new card. So mm-hmm. out of sheer convenience, I'm just sticking with my existing card. I, I can't I can't tell, you know. Do you know if there are any significant differences between Revolut and Utrip? Well, I've not personally used Utrip, so I'm just going to um uh, talk about what I like about Revolut. Um and then if you say somebody else here, you know, listening to our podcast, if you're a Utrip user and you're very familiar with the functionalities of Utrip, feel free to educate us as well. So for Revolut, right, besides um exchanging money and and holding it in your Revolut app, 
what I like about it is that, you know, the card that you receive from Revolut. So when you set up your Revolut account, you can order a free ATM card, debit card, so to say, right? You can't use this ATM card in Singapore. It is an overseas ATM card. So just remember that. Okay, so when you receive, if you if you do go with Revolut, my listeners, and you receive your Revolut card, go happy, happy, go to UOB, DBS, and use your Revolut card to withdraw money, and then say, oh my god, it doesn't work. Yes, it doesn't work simply because it can only be used overseas. So that's point number one. Point number two, that card, however, can be used as a daily uh, payments card. So what do I mean by that? So say, for instance, um, if you have, say, $200, in your Revolut app. You can put SING dollars, you definitely put SING dollars into your Revolut app via bank transfer or via your credit card or via Apple Pay. Very easy. So say for instance, you put $200 into your Revolut card and you find that for that weekend trip to Johor, you only need to exchange $100. So what do you do with that 100 SING dollars in your Revolut app, right? What you do is, if let's say you're going shopping at cold storage or you're taking public transport, you can tap your Revolut card and your payments will go through. So you can still do daily payments using your Revolut card. So that's number two. And one of the things that I know about my former employer is that they have a great cashback program for public transport. So if let's say you tap your your Revolut card, you know, you pay for your public transport using your Revolut card, you can get like cashback of up to 20% every month um, on your public transport spend. And I think if you take a lot of public transport, that is quite a considerable saving that you might want to check out, right? So the third thing that I like about Revolut is that, you know that card that I say you can use as your everyday payments card? You can set up the app in such a way that the loose change or the spare change. So say, for instance, I buy a packet of coconut uh, water, 150, and then I can set it to such that um, I want to round up my purchase so that 50 cents, you know, to round up to $2, right? That extra 50 cents, I can save in a separate wallet in a currency of my choice. So I'm going to Italy next year. So all my loose change have been rounded up and saved in a separate wallet in euros. Wow. Yeah. That's so, as, so I am sort of slowly accumulating my travel budget and also making use of like, you know, like, dollar cost averaging, they're just making use of, you know, the foreign exchange rates as I go along and stuff like that. So that's three good things that I like about Revolut. It's just that it's easy, you know, and and you can also sort of save up towards that trip that you may be having next year um, and any loose change and things like that. And that vault, right, we call it a vault because, you know, it's like where you stash your loose change and stuff like that. You have a personal vault and you have a group vault. So if let's say the two of us are planning to go on a backpacking trip to, I don't know, America or something very anytime soon, right? We can always say, okay, you know what? For common expenses like hotels, uh, transport, and food, uh, why don't we all aim to save 50 US dollars um, into our group vault in the Revolut app from now till we start to travel? And any common expenses will just come out of that group vault. Wow. I didn't know yeah. that. Okay. Okay. Impressive, isn't it? Impressive. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, the story here is that Deborah Dunn is a very good hire because even <laughs> after she leaves your company, she'll be speaking good things about your company. I really do like the product of Revolut a lot. Yeah, you know, when I, I, I first learned about Revolut when I was uh, reading an article about 
the fastest growing startups in the United Kingdoms, UK. And like that was how I learned about Revolut. And I always told myself like, oh my God, this kind of product needs to be in Singapore. Because for the longest time, I've been struggling with the concept of a multi-currency account. So the concept of multi-currency account is a new business. So basically, um, if you know UOB, have always had a multi-currency account, right? So um, every year before COVID, I will always make that annual trip to Hokkaido with my sister's family. So, you know, that's where my brother-in-law will say, oh, you know, I've saved so much um, just exchanging yen over the year because I use the UOB multi-currency account. But in my head, I was just thinking to myself like, "Eh, so you exchange the money into your UOB multi-currency account, then what happens? Like, how do you get the money out? Like when I'm re- when I when I reach Hokkaido and I need cash to pay, you know, for stuff at Seven Eleven, where do I get a cash from? So, so for that that part is the disjoint that I could never um figure out. So I personally like using a multi currency wallet. Because even though I am very poor at budgeting, I mean, exactly because I'm so poor at budgeting, it, it helps me set um, a rough cap to how much I wish to spend when I'm traveling. So for example, if, let's say for my upcoming trip, right, I know I'll be away for three and a half weeks. I think it's maybe reasonable to spend about between eight to 10,000 sing. Then that's the amount that I would first put into my multi-wallet wallet. And if I hit that limit, I know that I'm overspending and that's when I will need to cut back. So I guess for people who don't really plan before the trip, it acts as a reminder to know how much uh, we are currently spending and if we, if we should cut back or we can afford to go splurge on that three-star meal. That's a good point. So you know how we were talking about like, why do some people consider some kind of money free money? For me, travel money that has already been exchanged is sort of like free money to me. So like, say for instance, if I set aside $2,000 and I exchange it into the currency of the country that I'm going to, for example, right, and I hold it in my Revolut app, then that is where, that's the point where I stop tracking what I spend on and where I spend, for instance, because if I make all my payments through my Revolut card or my Revolut app, then I know that there's this like stash of money that I can always tap into and that I've already set aside with the sole purpose of spending on this trip. And so that is where like that 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 to me is free money. Mm. Yeah. Because it, it frees your mind from having to mm. count or to, you know, yeah. constantly budget on a day-to-day basis. Oh my because, god, I don't miss right. the days where we have to whip out the cal- mini calculator, stand at the yeah. store and like work out the currency exchange and whether, you know, is it cheaper to buy at duty free <laughs> or is it cheaper to buy here? Exactly, and I think, okay, because on the app, right, yeah, at least for me, for when I use Utrip, at one glance, I can see how much I have left. Mm. So I don't have to worry that I'm <clears throat> overcounting or undercounting or I know exactly how much I have left. So I know I can, I can go ahead with buying that I, I don't know I, I, I don't I honestly don't know what I buy when I'm overseas <laughs> I guess whatever catches my fancy but yeah. it really helps me keep in check mm-hmm. that um, I'm not overspending so I guess it takes one load off my mind and I yeah. know that 
I'm spending within the amount that I have allocated for the holiday. Nice. So I guess in closing, right? So one of the things that, you know, if let's say you're planning to travel at the end of the year or start to travel next year or something like that, you might want to consider signing up for one of the multi-currency um, apps we have out there. There's so many, right? Revolut, Utrip, even TransferWise. Or I think now they are called Wise. So Wise, they let you um, also exchange money and then use the Wise card as an overseas ATM card to withdraw cash if you need it. Or if not, you can pay using the Wise card over contactless payments. Okay, so like, you know, before we end, there's another additional tip that I want to share with our listeners when it comes to exchanging uh, money, even using a multi-currency app like Utrip or Revolut. You know, every time I try to explain to friends who have signed up with Revolut, right, you know, and preparing for their travels and stuff like that, I would say that, yeah, you know, you can change your money like anytime you want. But one of the things always remains the same. Don't change your money on a weekend or on a public holiday. Okay, I didn't know Because this. that's when the rates are the worst. So basically, Forex market kind of uh, takes a break on Saturday and Sunday. So um, that's when there's a markup because companies need to factor in any potential fluctuations a currency may undergo over the weekend. So then that's when you get like maybe a 1.5 markup, you know, on on the, the, the amount that you, you know, change for. Um, if you are looking at changing money and holding it in a multi-currency wallet, don't do it over the weekend. Do it on a weekday during working hours. That's when you'll probably get better rates than if you were to change change it over a weekend. Oh, that's a very useful tip. Thanks, Debs. <laughs> You're very welcome. And, you know, uh, so sorry that I I have this really horrible voice today, but uh, Hui, enjoy yourself when you are traveling next month and we will see everyone back in October. Yep. Thanks, guys. If you are, if you are traveling, happy holidays. Yeah. Happy traveling, man. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.